right, we are back a day before Thanksgiving with our big-time Thanksgiving spectacular show. We don't stop a beat here at the one and only OSB Sports Podcast. And again, I'm joined by the big-time crew, the one and only CEO of the Sports Profits, Teddy Brooks. And guess who's back, guys? Again, the big kahuna himself, Tommy D. I've been back. Well, you were back last week. We missed you while you were gone All for right. a couple of weeks. I appreciate the support. What's going on, guys? We got uh, Thanksgiving. Any big plans for you guys? I know we're going to be working, but any plans, uh, Teddy? Just eating, spending time with the family. You know, back in back in my heyday, tonight Thanksgiving Eve was the night to go out. It's the biggest oh, party it was, night. Man. Yeah. It's well, it's you're 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 a single man. You can still do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I need a little help if you know what I mean. But I could do it. But uh, you know, that, they cost sixty dollars a pop. <laughs> sixty dollars a pop. Yeah, man. You know those bastards? I have insurance. They don't honor it. Wow. Yeah, that's not a that's not a medical necessity, I guess. Well, so, yeah. any big plans uh, for Thanksgiving? There, oh, I'm, Tommy? Cook, I'm cooking for forty people. Cooking for forty, I love it. All right, count me in. I'll bring my four. Yeah. All right, guys, listen. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, so we might as well get right into it because we have a really busy week of action. We got Thursday NFL, Friday NFL, got college football. You got all kinds of stuff going on. So I want to go to these games on Thursday. We got three NFL games and one college football game on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, start with Teddy. Anything you're looking at on uh, best bet-wise or strong plays for Thursday? Yeah, so Thursday NFL, I, I typically, overall for this week, I like to go light on everything. Um, NFL Thursday, I always lean with the two mainstays, the, the Detroit and Dallas uh, I wouldn't bet against either of them here. I really do like uh, uh, Detroit here. Um, I think buying it across the seven to six and a half against Green Bay, I think that Green Bay is not a team that I'd like to be putting my money on. They're four and six. Jordan Love is starting to, to really prove that he's not the guy. And uh, I just think Detroit needs to, I mean, what's their record? They're eight and two. Yeah, but, they, you know, they've been winning, but they've been in tough battles of late. I've got to tell you, Detroit's uh, struggled. They struggled against the Bears. They were lucky to pull that off late. The week before against uh, the Chargers, they won, uh, you know, by three in a shootout. What was it, 41-38? So they've been winning, but they, have they been winning convincingly? That's they haven't, the key. But, but listen to this. They're 11-2 and two against the spread against Green Bay in the last 13. Well, they were always favorites. And remember. they're 5-0. and oh against the spread in Detroit at home. So yeah, they, they know show up they know how to beat they know how to beat uh, Green Bay in Detroit and uh, I think it continues here. I mean they ha- they light play doesn't sound like you're uh, No, I, I I it's a regular play here. I mean, let's look at something here. In the last 10 games, they've covered the spread 7 times in the last 10 games. So while they are not maybe winning convincingly, which they didn't against the Bears. But overall, they are covering the spread. They are beating the odds makers' numbers here. Uh, the only games they haven't covered, they didn't cover against Chicago, Baltimore, or Seattle. Uh, they beat Green Bay already by 14, and that was in Green Bay. I think Detroit handles them pretty handily here. Okay. Best bet? It's my best bet for Thursday. Thursday. The other games, I mean, I'm leaning, I'm leaning uh, 
Keep the leans for a minute. I'm All right, I'll hold to, the I'm leans. I'm going to go to the big kahuna because Tommy D, I know he's got uh, a lot of stuff going on for Thursday. What are, you, what are you looking at on Thursday as far as NFL well, or college? Teddy, Teddy came for, with some stats here. Let me throw this one out. The Lions' first-time favorite on Thanksgiving Day yeah. since 2016. Wow. All yeah. right. Let me go a little further here. Since 2004, favorites on Thanksgiving straight up, 46-8. and eight. Road favorites, 24-1 and one straight up, 19-6 and six ATS. Uh, I respectively disagree on this one. This is a big rival here. All right. No doubt the Lions are the better team and playing better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Thanksgiving is, a, is an emotional. It's a showcase game. It, it's a Everyone's showcase game. It. Everyone's watching it. These mm-hmm. guys are, are big old school rivals. I'm going to take the pack plus the seven and a half here. I think they hang in there. And uh, I just think it's too many points on Thanksgiving to give, but let's see what happens. I'm taking the pack. I'm totally agreeing with you on this one. I like I like the pack a lot in this game, and I would buy this line up, to be honest with you, at about eight and a half. I would buy a point right now, lock this thing in, because I think this game might slip to seven. Uh, first time they've ever been. Uh, Detroit has always been a big dog against Green Bay, obviously, when Aaron Rodgers' career. You know, uh, this year, uh, Green Bay is a down team, obviously, with, uh, with uh, Love, Jordan Love. I just think he's going to show up in this game. I think they're going to have a spark just because it's Thanksgiving and they situate. I think the line on this game is overrated big time. I think Detroit should not be a seven and a half point favorite in this matchup. And I like the dog barking. I'd get this line to plus eight and a half, 10 unit, 10 unit wow. guys. Best bet. Wow. wow. Love okay. it. Like so Green we got Bay. some competition on this one. We got a little. I love it. I just think they're going to show up. I think this is a showcase game for Jordan Love on national TV. I think the line is overinflated. Detroit has always been a dog, obviously. Like I said, when Aaron Rodgers was there, they were never favored against uh, Green Bay in all those years. I think they pumped this line up. And and Detroit has not really been uh, blowing anybody out recently. I mean, they've been winning, but I think that Green Bay stays in the game, period. Yeah, they haven't been blowing anyone out, but I think that starts to – change with this game right here because this is a team they already beat by 14 and i think they do it again anything else you're looking at thursday well listen dallas uh commanders here here's another interesting point cowboys 1 and 11 ats thanksgiving day here they've never covered man really no it is a fact and uh no doubt the boys are playing great football now uh washington you know they're very iffy at best yeah, that uh, seems to be the uh, the fuel for the Cowboys right. beating these it, weaker it, teams. It, it's 11 points. The line, I think, is 11 points. The public is going to be all over Dallas. but it's 12 I'm, and a half, actually. 12 and a half. Yeah. All right. So yeah. that's a big number once again. Big Thanksgiving Day, Nationals game, 1-11 and 11 ATS. I'm doing a little uh, – I'm going to move a little different. I like a prop here. I think Dallas is going to be have a running game. Tony Pollard, I saw it just yesterday, rushing 58 and a half yards. This thing's up to like 62. So it would have been great to grab it four points lower. Four yards, yeah. Right. I'm going over 61 and a half, rushing Tony Pollard. That's my pick for that game. Okay. The boys probably cover this, but I think it's a lot of points on national TV. Well, let's see what Teddy has to say on that one. Are you agreeing or disagreeing I, with the big owner? I, I, uh, I, 
this is a tough game for me. I'm probably not touching it. Okay. Uh, but I will say this. I, I do have a question. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know the answer to this because I'm not a huge prop guy. Can you buy yards? I don't believe so. Think so. No, no, I right? haven't no. heard that one. Okay. I've heard a lot of things, but uh, no, I, I, I didn't think so. I don't think Adjusting you, no. yardage? Adjusting yardage. Okay, no, I mean. And if you did, it'd probably be crazy juice. It'd probably be very juicy, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, I'm not touching the other ones, but I will say that's a trend. That one in 11, that's interesting because it used to be the other way around. That's That goes back 11 years, and if you go back another 11 years, they were probably – 11 and 1 against the spread because for a while Detroit and Dallas covered most of the time things have changed uh but yeah you know you know me guys I mean I've been going against Dallas all year so I'm not going to go against them on this one but I I really like the Lions I I think Jared Goff doesn't get the credit he deserves and I think Dan Campbell doesn't get the credit he deserves and I think so, oh, you're talking about the first game? I'm talking game. about my first game. That's okay. all I'm betting on Thursday. Okay, no problem. All right, so we're done with Thursday? Well, I just have a lean. There is an 8 o'clock game, you know, or all an right. 8-20 game. Niners playing Seattle. Niners look like they're back after winning three in a row. They're winning by an average of 15 points. I'm going to lay the seven and go with the Niners to beat Seattle on the late game Thursday. You're going to keep it at seven? Yeah, seven. Get it down to six and a half, but I, the Niners cover that game. All right. Yeah, Seattle's been off of, of recent. They, uh, I don't know, they had a little spark going there, then they ran into a couple of buzzsaw teams. It seems like they're uh, on a little bit of a decline, but San Francisco's won their last two in a row after dropping three in a row prior to winning five in a row. So it looks like they got that spark back in their offense and their defense is showing up. So I don't have a play on that game, but you might be right on that one with uh, San Fran starting to play well and the other team starting a little diminishing a little bit. Yeah. Any thoughts on that game or not? No. Okay. I like Brock Purdy. Though. I like that answer. No. I like Brock Purdy, no, though. Hey. I'm rooting for Brock. That's all I'm going to say, especially after Shannon Sharp disrespected him. I really can't stand Shannon Sharp. That's what. I'll, that, that's my take. Well, I, I, mean, got, I got to take advantage of you, uh, you guys' talent and expertise because we got a huge board of college football. I know we're jumping quickly, but got a lot to talk about on the show, and we're going to reveal our newest sideline reporter so pay close attention to that coming up a little bit you're gonna love it fox might have aaron aaron andrews aaron andrews excuse me but we got the best sideline reporter we think out there and we'll talk about that in just a minute but anyways we're gonna go to college football on friday we got a big board of games i want to start it off with you ted if you don't mind uh, anything you're looking at for Friday that looks interesting? Yeah, I mean, Friday's a great day of college football. It starts at 12. You could be on your turkey hangover, oh, turn yeah. your TV on, watch some football, relax. Treadmill, treadmill for me. No work, all that good stuff. And, you know, the best game, in my opinion, the best game of the day is going to be the last game of the day, which is going to be Oregon State, Oregon. And I'll get into that in a second. I have a lean there, but but I have a pick here. The worst game of the day is my best pick of the day. The worst game of the day is Iowa versus Nebraska. These are two teams that have offenses that are terrible. These guys, the total is 26 on this game. That's low for a college football game. 26 for the full game? 26 for the full game. Yeah, I never saw These two saw teams that. have very good defenses and very bad sloppy offenses, bad quarterback play. All signs in this game. the lowest game. total I ever saw. Yeah, it's very low. Right? Very low. I've never low. seen a, a game in the 20s before. Yeah. Yeah, 25 and a half right there now. There was an NFL game that was 33. Uh, I want to say it was the Steelers-Browns game. It was at 33, and it went under last week. 
So all the signs point to Iowa in this game. This is something that I want our viewers to pay attention to here. The public's all over Iowa. The line really should be, I mean, the Iowa is, is they're, they're winning. They're, they have only two losses. The public should, I mean, the line should be favored in Iowa's direction. It actually opened at one and moved to Nebraska. So Nebraska's minus two and a half now. This is a game where I look at this and I say, hmm, something smells fishy. The odds makers are begging for people to take Iowa here. Nebraska was 11-point underdogs last year against Iowa and beat them outright. I'm taking Nebraska here for those reasons. Plus, Nebraska needs this win to become bowl eligible. Right. And and Iowa is already obviously bowl eligible. They're 9 and 2. So for for Nebraska to be favored 5 and 6 against an Iowa team that that's probably a better team, I think it states something here and I'm rolling with Nebraska on the money line. All right. Anything else? Well, when we get to Oregon and Oregon right. State, I'll give my opinion there. Let's go to Tommy D. See what he's well, thinking we, we, on Friday. We, we, we got a Big black. We, games, we got, well, we got a Black Friday NFL game. Give them a winner. Uh, they need it. They're going to be spending a lot of money shopping. I, I think it's going to be a real Black Friday for the Jets at MetLife. Oh boy. Uh, the Jets have scored 24 points in three games. Yep. Uh, Dolphins have momentum now. Dolphins against the Jets. They've won eight out of the last ten. Mm-hmm. The line is big to be a road team, minus ten. I think they go to Jersey and just pretty much take care of business. I don't see how the Jets are going to really score many points. And if Tour and the, the, this whole team is on point, they cover that number. I, I lean towards the Dolphins. You know, I, I would have to lean towards the Dolphins myself, but, you know, let's who's going to show up for the Dolphins? Is it going to be the team that we think is the buzzsaw team, or they're just going to come in there and try to get the job done and get the win and go 8-3? and three? That's the problem with the Dolphins recently. I mean, uh, it's quite possible. they don't seem to get up. But like, they got up for certain teams, and now they're not getting up for certain it's teams. It's a big rival. It's always been Jets-Dolphins. Uh, yeah. uh, Jets, I don't see how they're going to score much. So can the Dolphins win by two touchdowns? Why not? Nine and a half. There you go. Any, you like that game at all, Ted? You know, the Dolphins are a team that they're really throwing me for a loop. Confused by them. They, they are. They're, it's like the tale of two teams. There's not really many teams that it's like they have that dual personality. Right. Just when you think they're going to take off, yeah. they slow down. It's and really. You can't, you can't figure them. It's really weird. I'm staying away from <laughs> Dolphins games. I was hot on them for a while. You were hot on them, Scotty, to open the year up. Yep. And you weren't wrong. I, I guess mean, the Chargers still, week one. They still only are a three-loss team overall, so you weren't wrong. But uh, I thought that they were going to beat the Raiders last week really bad, really bad coming off of a bye, and they didn't. And it's not because of their defense. So last week I thought that it was going to be a game where if the Dolphins didn't cover, it was because the Raiders put up a lot of points, and it wasn't. It was the Raiders holding the Dolphins to 20 and the Dolphins holding the Raiders to 13 with but the, Ra- the Raiders are a little better now. You know, they are a little coach, better, but but who's, gets them who's the quarterback? Aiden uh, oh, Aiden good. O'Connell or something yeah. like that? Like I don't know. But anyway, I'm not touching that game. I like that Nebraska game. 
Okay. Do you have a best bet before we get into this game of the night, maybe game of the week in college yeah, football? I do, actually. Uh, I love one game on Saturday. I'm going to – hold on one oh, second. Oh, I thought we were talking about Friday. I mean, excuse me, on Friday. I love one game on Friday. I'm going against uh, 10-1 and Tulane with UTSA. I like University of Texas San Antonio plus four in that game against Tulane. I think that both these teams are playing extremely well right now, but I think the dog in this game is alive, and I feel they're going to show up in this matchup, and I think they're going to give Tulane all they can handle on this Friday game. And I would get this line to plus four. It's about three and a half to four, depending on where you're shopping it, but I would get plus four on this game with UTSA, and I like this play as at least a seven-unit selection on Friday, college football. The only game I'm playing on the whole board for Friday is this game. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. I, and I have one more for Friday. i got to make up for all the money they, I, I spend. I like that UTSA. You know, I wrote them last Friday, and I said Frank Harris and that offense are getting better and better. The seven-year yeah, seven right quarterback, they're getting better and better and better. They're 5-1 and one against the spread in the last seven, 7-0 seven and oh straight up. Uh, yeah, it's a live dog all day long. Well, Tulane's playing great. I mean, they won a bunch in a row as well. But uh, I think they're going to run into a little hornet's nest with uh, UTSA coming in there. So I think they're a live dog, and they got a shot to win that game. But uh, grab the four guys. Don't play it on the money line. Plus four is the way to go. Lock it in as soon as you can. That's my best opinion and best advice to give you. Anything else on? Well, uh, I, I'm looking at the uh, Oklahoma TCU game on Friday. TCU is pretty horrible. Uh, Oklahoma's won 15 out of 16 in, in, in November. Uh, T, uh, TCU, you know, they're getting 10 and a half points. I could see Oklahoma just coming in here and just blowing them out by, by two, three touchdowns. I think the number's cheap. Oklahoma minus the 10 and a half. Okay. Is Dylan Gabriel playing? Because that killed my bet last week. I was all over Oklahoma, and then he got hurt. Yeah, they were a big favorite last week against BYU. And yeah. they only, what, they were like 24? They, they, they won, but they didn't cover. Yeah, they uh, didn't they cover, won, but, yeah. but the, Dylan Gabriel was hurt. He is... The, the, the total 63 and a half, so that someone's going to put up a lot of points here. He's questionable for this game, so if, if they rule him out, I would probably stay away, but I would. I don't be, like this game. Something I smells would, of in this game to me. I would be with. Well, I think it. I think a lot of it falls on whether he's going to, uh, whether he's going to play or not. He's questionable right now. Yeah, I don't like the game at all. I got to be honest with you. I think this is the type of game if uh, Oklahoma was right, they would have been favored by even more than uh, ten points. I think ten's a solid number. It might give that dog a live, a little bit of a live boost there, but uh, no. Not a game for me. I'll I'll stay. I far think it's off. because I think it's because he's questionable though. I mean, he's a big part of that offense yeah. and that team. But that's still factored into the number, you know, when they make them. Yeah, because they kind they kind of know what's going on, and you know, if he plays, then they'll they'll adjust it from there. But uh, I want to talk about this uh, guest of ours that we have, uh, our newest member, basically our sideline reporter, and I want Ben, producer Ben, to pull up this uh, video that we have. This gentleman, I don't want to get into it, but this individual is going to be part of our crew and probably one of the best sidelines. You know how worldwide sports searched all over the globe? Well, we searched all over the globe to find this individual, and we really like what we found here. Take his, a look. His name is Edgar. His name is Edgar. Rest of the Kansas City um, Chiefs, they want to go rest and relax. Travis flew. 
to Argentina. Now, that's trying enough. However, what happens is he goes to see his girlfriend, quote unquote, in concert in front of 50,000 people yelling, screaming, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Then he has to go back with her to the bedroom and perform. I mean, really perform this because she's an animal, this Taylor. <laughs> so he realizes that every moment they got to perform a touchdown with her. And she's yelling, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Again, again, again. Travis, finally, what happened to him, he, this guy lost, a, he had no more energy. He shot so many times. <laughs> His fingers started shaking, hence why when when Mahomes finally decides to throw him the ball, you know, that's another story. He drops it. He is he was with Taylor, he was sweating more than he was sweating like a malaria victim. He walked out of the, uh, shaking. Oh, that's a very good analysis. Ah, it's a perfect analysis. Everybody knows it's true. Now who needs Aaron Andrews? How, exactly on the sidelines when you have Edgar on the sidelines going to be working with us here throughout the rest of the season hopefully he, he knows how to dig up some dirt I'm telling you <laughs> and, and you know what uh, it did come into play with uh, Travis Kelsey he dropped a couple of passes which was re he actually got punched out one I'm of the surprised the team even let him travel to Buenos Aires when he's playing football I mean you would think that you know it's a, that's a lot of uh, traveling during, uh, you know, in the offseason, do it. But, like, during the year, I'm surprised they even let this guy go down there. And uh, who knows? But I think it was a bye week, though, wasn't it? It was a bye week. But but yeah. it's not – I mean, that that's great, by the way. <laughs> Edgar's great. But the thing is, how how is Edgar – I'd like to hear Edgar's – why is everyone else it's dropping? Gr it's great until we have to pay him his salary. Well, yeah, we're in negotiations right now. He has once we pay the salary, he, he, it might not he, be so he, great. He has a high-end agent in Los Angeles. So, I heard that. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to – I hope it's not Tommy D. Uh, no, it's not Tommy D, but right. it's uh, it's someone that uh, has a pretty uh, big reputation. That's why I'll put it that way. Well, guys, we're excited about a lot of things that we got coming up. We're going to try to make these shows more exciting and interesting, obviously giving our best advice, keep you in front of the games we feel strongest about, but also add a little fun into the show and uh, means. move it and groove it. You know, you might get tired of seeing us here all the time, but it's okay. We're going to try to make it happen and uh, keep the show moving in all directions. All right, I got to go to Saturday because – the granddaddy of them all, basically. Well, it's not the Rose Bowl, but it's the huge game. It is the game in college football probably every year. Ohio State and Michigan. Guys, both teams 11-0. and 0. Going at it. Somebody's O has got to go. Number two, number three. This could be who gets into the playoff picture. Or they may both stay in. Who knows if it's a close game. But... I want to know if you guys have a take on this huge game on Saturday. Ohio State and Michigan from Ann Arbor, 103,000. I have a couple takes. I think that whoever loses this game should be out. Should be out. And I think that Alabama should take their spot 100%. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, baby. You know, before I get into this game, I think people forget how good the SEC is. Look at who – I don't mean to go on a diatribe, but I got to get this out. <laughs> 
before I talk about this game. Look at who Florida State I think played. We set them off a little. You did. Look at who Florida State played last week. Which, by the way, the Travis injury was brutal. North Alabama. North Alabama. Who's where, that? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about week 10, 11, and you're and you're getting these rollover teams. That's what happened. SEC. That stuff is not happening. They're playing hard teams every week. So I think Bama should take that spot. Because uh, obviously Florida State. Are they going to leap over the Oregon and Washington though? They're going to leap over one of them because one of them is going to lose another game because they're yeah, going to play, each, play other, each other. Most likely play each other as long okay. as Oregon beats Oregon State. Because if Washington stays undefeated, they should be in, right? They should be in. I I, I, I think know. so. But I believe if Washington played Bama heads up, I think Bama would spank them. I think these SEC teams are just in another level now. Yeah. This Ohio State-Michigan game, it's going to be interesting. You have emotional factors with the Harbaugh situation, not being on the field. Um, but that could motivate them. I, I don't think know. This that's what I a, think. a genius in his own I crazy think, way. I think that you poke the bear by doing what you're doing to Harbaugh. His, his guys love him. You saw how emotional the assistant coach was when he won the first game. This is a team out for vengeance. I would have to roll. What's the line on it? Three. Solid three points. Oh, Michigan three. I would have to roll, and I love the respect that they're giving them. I would have to roll Michigan money line on this one. Okay. Any opinion on that game? You're staying way off it because I, I think they win it with the quarterback. These are the type of I games. Think you're a little that, upset. That, no, these are the games that I just think, from a betting standpoint, is just too difficult. I agree. It's a game that you like, like Teddy's saying. Enjoy your weekend, friends, family, uh, ex-wife. I actually uh, love the w- game. Watch the game, but any any side could win this at this point. It could come down to literally a field goal either way. I'm not betting the game. Great game to watch, okay. but uh, I do have something on Saturday. Right. Uh, another Tell us. We're an- another 11-0. Who else is 11-0? Who else is 11-0? Well, there's only uh, three or four teams. There's Georgia. There's uh, Washington. Uh, you got these two teams. So... Which one is it? Well, this is not a, a well-known. They are ranked 25th also. Liberty. Liberty. Okay. They're undefeated as well. Okay. Undefeated. They're a team. I thought that, they lost one for some reason. No, they're 11-0. and They're rolling into UTEP. And uh, a lot of people don't follow this Liberty team. I have. They're ranked 25th. Uh, it's a big number. Minus 17. But let me tell you, they're going to make a statement. Uh, UTEP is just outright horrible. I'll lay the 17 with Liberty. They're going to be 12 and 0. Okay. Wow. Bold statement. 12 and 0. You hear the big Kahuna. Well, they're definitely going to win the game. The question is, are they going to cover the 17? I think they do. But they are 11 and 0, ranked 25th in the nation. And I'm going to jump back to this uh, big time game in the uh, Big Ten. I love Ohio State in this game. Woo! Do I love them? Best bet. 10 units. I think they roll in this game. I think they're going to revenge from last year. I think they're the better of the two teams. I think they're going to come in there big time. Even in a hostile environment like this, I think they got the firepower to get the job done, and I think they're going to cause a few mistakes and take advantage of them and win this game by at least a touchdown or more. Ohio State guys, live dog. Wow. Make it happen. Wow. Yeah. Well, we skipped a, a, a good game. Oregon, Oregon State. I just want to throw that in there. Friday night, I'm all over Oregon in this one. Two touchdown spread. I think Bo Nix rolls. You saw what he did last oh, week. He's the man. He Come is on. on fire. 
and their defense is underrated. They're six just, touchdowns in the first half, right? Six touchdowns in the first half. Last they took week? him out. They took him out because he yeah. didn't. You well, know, they, they didn't want to it. risk him. Yeah. But I'm all over Oregon. But like Tommy said, you got to be. This is like a this is rivalry week, and you got to be careful with these rivalries because weird stuff happens when you start to throw in emotion. Oh, yeah. A couple games I have for the for the fans out there and the audience where I don't think there's a lot of emotion. Jacksonville State versus New Mexico State, first time they've ever played, and Jacksonville State's new, obviously, to Division One. Jacksonville State. There's like that whole thing with James Madison, Jacksonville State. They won enough games to get in the bowls, but the rules say no bowl games year one. I like Jacksonville State because in similar matchups, Jacksonville State's done better. New Mexico just beat Auburn in a tough game, and New Mexico goes to Liberty next week for the Conference USA Championship game. This, guys, is a situational nightmare for New Mexico and a situational dream for Jacksonville. Oh. Nothing to do with... Uh, I don't know if we can get up to his level today. He's jacked up. I'm fired and up about even, this one. And he didn't even eat turkey yet. Jesus Christ. I don't well, know. Well, once I'd be... the turkey kicks in, I'm going to be the opposite I'm of this. I'm telling you, I've got to stay away from you for a couple turkey, of days. little turkey, little wine. All right, so that's a best Brings... bet? It's a strong bet. I don't use the word best, right. Scotty. Okay. But it's a strong bet for I me. I want to get it out of you. I want to get that, you know, best... The best of the what? What's your best pick? How's that for Saturday? If you had to pick one game that stood out, which one would it be? It would either be that one or this. I'm going to give two. This Wisconsin. Minnesota. You know the people want to know the best. What we do? Wisconsin, Minnesota. Let's look at this game really quick. This is the Paul okay. Bunyan axe. Whoever Ooh. wins this game gets the Paul Bunyan axe. Both teams have bad, uh, bad offenses ranked in the hundreds, but. Couple interesting things. Wisconsin is sixteen and three straight up versus Minnesota. Eight and one straight up on the road. They have the better defense here, and in similar matchups, they're doing better. Minnesota just got crushed by Ohio State. They just got crushed by Purdue, and they were a favorite against Illinois, and they lost. I like Wisconsin on the money line here, minus one thirty-five. Both of these teams kind of had a nasty season, kind of let down. It looked like Wisconsin was going to bust out in the middle of the year and possibly have a good year where they could win like eight or nine games, but something happened to them. And Minnesota's been up and down all year long. But, uh, yeah, Wisconsin is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. That's the line I'm showing right now. Yeah, which is kind of weird that they're only minus 135, but that's what I'm rolling with. Okay. So you like Wisconsin I like the Wisconsin line? and Jacksonville State. Okay. You heard it, guys. I try to get it out of them. Try to give you a little Christmas, pre-Christmas gift, even though it's a month away. But you got the two plays from Teddy. Uh, your best bet on Saturday? Well, once again, uh, I'm going to stick with this Liberty team. I just okay. think uh, they put up a lot of points. And I'm going to go with Liberty minus the 17 over UTEP. I could see 35-7, something like that. And Liberty we trust, as they Liberty say. Liberty we trust. And, we've, of course, we, we have Sunday as well. So We're going to jump there right now. Yeah, let's not forget about Sunday. All right, guys, we got a big action-packed NFL board. I mean, we're here trying to give you as many good opinions and advice as we can. Look for that betting edge. So we're going to kick it off. I'm going to start with you, uh, Big Kahuna, on Sunday. What is your— One game I'm looking at on okay. Sunday. And, you know, Buffalo obviously last week looked really impressive against the Jets, but looked, looked who they played, playing the Eagles. And I think the line is pretty cheap at this point. Three and a half. Right. I, I'd buy it down. I, I just don't think 
Bills have been consistent this year. I say the Bills cover this by at least a touchdown. I, I, I like the Eagles in this game. You like that game at all? Eagles-Bills? Yeah. No. No opinion? <laughs> okay. I have my best bet. You're, you're going to be happy, Scotty. I'm going to give a best it. bet, not wow. two, one. Right. Best bet. Really? Tell me when you want it. Right now. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. I am Drum all aboard Drum the roll. Russell Wilson train. Oh, he's playing good now. He's playing good. The Browns lost Deshaun. And uh, I don't know who's starting there. You know they got Joe Flacco now? Yeah, I saw that. They got Joe Flacco. They got Dorian Thompson-Robinson or Robinson-Thompson. I forget which one. Wait for Tom Brady to come back already. Um, wow. 63%. This is a reverse line movement special. 63% of the tickets are on the Browns. The line's moving in the direction of the Broncos. Sean Payton has not given up on this season yet. And he has not given up on this team yet. They just beat Buffalo. They just beat Kansas City. They just beat Minnesota, and they're 3-1 and one against the spread in their last four, taking the Broncos minus 2.5 here. It's my best bet for Sunday. Bronco, let me check. Those. Is that the number? Is that a late game? It's a 4 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're down to 1, believe it or not. Headlines dropped. That must have just happened. Yeah. Hold on a second. That game's a one-point game. I'm going to I'm gonna listen to your uh, – got to research this. Give me a second. I didn't here. really like the board on Sunday that much, but uh, – there's one play I was. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go against the Big Kahuna. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I wow. think Buffalo's gonna turn it up a little. They got rid of the OC. Uh, they played well last week. You know, again they played the Jets, so got to discard that. But uh, I think they're gonna show up for this primetime game. I think the Eagles coming off that Monday night. That was a that was a big time big time win for the Eagles. Uh, beating KC. I think that game took a lot out of them, and I think they really, really wanted to win that game. And I think that Buffalo is just sitting there in the right spot at the right time. I would get this line to plus four and a half, buy it up to four and a half. I like Buffalo as a live dog in this game. I would be surprised if Josh Allen has a huge game and puts the, moves the ball all over the field, actually runs the ball a lot, and also mixes it up with a lot of play action. I think they got a big chance to go into Philadelphia and steal the game. I think the Eagles might be a little down, not down, but a little off, I should say, against that huge win coming off that huge win against KC. So take Buffalo. That's a seven-unit selection for me on that game. Only game I'm using on Sunday, guys. Going back to that Broncos line really quick, they are one and a half on some books. They're two and a half on other books, which is – uh, a big-time reason why you need to have multiple sports books. I know Tommy's big on this yeah. one. He has the odds comparison feed on his website. But you got to play. I mean, this is value here. If you can get one-and-a-half versus two-and-a-half, you damn near take that one-and-a-half oh, all yeah. day Shopping's long. Key, man. Shop those lines, guys. Absolutely. Guys, instead of going to the stores on Black Friday and shopping in all those different department stores, if you're with sports better, you definitely want to have the options to shop different books, lock into the best lines you can and get the right numbers. It's it's really crucial at the end of the day, especially a serious player. Uh, especially a game like this. This is a, probably a, a 20 a 20 uh, cent difference on this uh, one and a half because of where it's at. So let's say you're even if you're betting the dog. Uh, I had that happen to me last week with the Steelers. I got the Steelers to plus three and a half against Cleveland. So I you know got it in, was two and a half. It, I would have lost it. Told my guys to get it to three and a half, locked it in, worked oh, out. Always got to cross that key number. But, yeah, I mean, buying from one and a half to three, if you're taking the dog here, is a lot more expensive than buying from two and a half to three. So oh, You're going to pay dearly. 
Yeah. Yeah. You, listen, you got you got to be right a lot when you're doing that because you are going to lay, you know, sometimes 140, 150 in juice, but you got to look for that value, that certain number. I mean, that's what clicks in with me. I mean, I can't speak for these other two guys, but I'm sure they think the same way. You want the best number. You want that edge as best as possible going into each and every game. And sometimes you got to lay that extra juice to do it, but it does work out. Yeah, and have your books loaded and ready to go. I talk to a lot of people that they load the book right before they make their bet. Well, what happens if you see a line you like, you go to load your book, and there's some kind of deposit issue. And now you can't make your deposit. The line oh, moves. Yeah. You don't get the line you wanted. Keep your books loaded. There's no reason to be taking money out after every night and putting it back in the net. That's what people do. I don't know why. Or they drive to the sports book and they get there late and they're standing in a line and then they can't get the bet in because they're stuck in a line. Especially this weekend. I've always said this is about as close as the Super Bowls you're going to find Thanksgiving Day or Thanksgiving weekend. As far as action? 100%. Yeah, because everybody's home chilling. Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving Day, I, I know the handle isn't as much as the Super Bowl, but it's pretty damn close. Well, you I, should invite everyone over to your house. You got 40 yeah, coming 40 already. People. I mean, you know, what's another <laughs> yeah, 400 yeah, million? Yeah, Come on. Well, bring them over for Thanksgiving. Well, why not? All right, guys. Anything before we go? Because we had a great action packed show. We've given out a lot of picks between college football, the NFL. We're giving out, we, we introduced uh, our newest sideline reporter, Mr. Edgar. Edgar, and He's yeah. going to join our show coming up in the, I guess, in the next few weeks, right? Uh, rumor has it, if negotiations go well, oh, he'll be on next week. Well, let's. <laughs> we might have to stroke a big check to keep yeah. him happy. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. I don't know if Teddy yeah. wants to do that one. <laughs> but, uh, all right, guys, uh, before we go, obviously I want everyone to uh, know how to find you guys and get your daily information and updated stuff you do every day because you guys do a great job. You're banging it out. You work hard. We all work hard here, guys. It's all about business first and uh, personal stuff second here. This business is what it's all about. Anyways, Teddy, how can they find you on social media? What, what, lo what, it's, excuse me, what Instagram, TikTok? What? Yeah, let's, let's, let, a little stutter. I'll take it over. Getting, yeah. I'll take it over here. Guys, for those of you that watch this video on YouTube, thank you. We had, uh, like 800 views on YouTube. I want to get 1,000 views on this podcast on YouTube this week. YouTube.com slash at the Sports Profits. Instagram at the underscore profits underscore pick. And TikTok at the Sports Profits. Thank you guys so much for supporting all of us. We really appreciate it. And that's what I am thankful for this weekend. There you go. Thanks for bailing me out there. I had a little tongue tie. I didn't have enough water today. All right. Big Kahuna, where can the people find you? Because you are the man with the plan. Well, uh, the website, as Teddy mentioned, we have an odds comparison feed. Real important this weekend to check out odds at onlinesportsbet.com. I'm going to have a bunch of free picks on Instagram starting tomorrow, OSB underscore sports. And our YouTube channel, we put up six, seven videos a day, OSB-sports. Well, you heard it, guys. The hardest working men in show business today. We're all here. It's Thanksgiving, but we're going to be working each and every day. We appreciate your support on the show. We're here each and every week. This is the one and only, one and only OSB Sports Podcast Show. I'm Scott Matthews. You can find me on TikTok at SMPicks. P-I-C-K-S, and also on Instagram 
And we've been doing a lot of winning, guys. Check out our videos on a daily basis. We have been on a big-time roll with our free picks that we put out for the public each and every day. And, again, my Instagram is at SMSportsPicks. And we will catch you back here. You can follow our show on all podcast forums. The beauty of this, guys, we're just trying to give you the betting edge. We're trying to show you what it's all about when you're getting the experts' opinions on these games and trying to help you build the bankroll. Again, check out the show on Apple, Spotify, all podcast forums. It's the one and only OSB Sports Podcast. We'll see you back here. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. We'll catch you back here next week. Oh, God, I got tongue twisted.